Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now, your host, Lisa Kosky. Hey, I just wanted to pop in and tell you about this week's episode. It's so, so good. It's about divorce and menopause. And I I'm going to share my journey with you. And there's lots of learning because, I mean, whether you're just going through menopause, whether you're going through a divorce, or whether you're going through both at the same time, which is kind of common, sadly. So I just want you to know I'm here for you this week. I'm opening up. I'm letting you know all about my journey, things that have helped me. So there's little tips. I also want to say, Please contact me at lisakoski.com if you have questions about divorce and menopause because I'm going to have my functional assessment doc on in a few weeks and I'd really like to hear your insight. Today, it's Coach Tracy walking us through and teaching us all the things about how menopause, just like divorce, is an opportunity. Welcome listeners. I'm your host, Lisa Kosky, and we are back with Coach Tracy. And you are not going to believe what we're delving into today. I'm really, I don't know if I'm excited, but I really do want to share my journey through menopause. We're going to talk about menopause and divorce. And I know I kind of met Coach Tracy at the tail end of my menopause journey. So, you know, I worked through a lot before I got there, but I think I really healed when I met Tracy. And I was kind of at this point, I was telling Tracy that, and this is interesting, I want to share this because there was a point where I've always been fit and healthy. And suddenly I put on maybe seven to 10 pounds. And by golly, I was hitting the gym. There was nothing I could do. And I remember this really nice, tiny little woman came up to me and she said, because I was kind of talking to her, I'm like, what do you do? I'm so frustrated. And she was like, she held my you know, face in her hands. It was like, I just want you to know, Lisa, that sometimes there's nothing that you can do. There's just a space of time. And I don't know, Tracy, maybe when you're going through menopause, your body needs a little extra weight. It's not horrible. But it was really, really hard for me because I always had wanted to be perfect. I could always control everything. And suddenly I couldn't. And here I plop into Tracy's course. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Where I teach, you're only feeling something because you're having thoughts about it. So menopause is a circumstance. You can choose to think whatever you want about that. Now, I will also say menopause is not only a circumstance. It is a physiological, it's part of your womanhood. There, It is outside of your control. You are going to go through it. 
but it is also having effects outside of just mental and emotional effects, right? It's having metabolic effects. Right. I can say that I feel like it's kind of parallel to divorce because when people go through the divorce, they look back and it was so hard and they go, oh my gosh, I learned so much. I grew. That was so worth it. I'm going to tell you, you will get through it. And I am on the other side now, kind of. I mean, you're always trying to balance your hormones, but looking back, the journey that I have taken and what I have learned and how I have begun to love myself more than I did when my body was perfect in my 20s. It's been such an amazing experience and I'm so thankful that there was no action I could take to get those pounds off because I had to sit there. There was nothing I could do. I had to just sit. I had done everything. You know, Tracy, you teach us how to get metabolically fit. I was. And I had to sit and learn to love myself and just be like, this might be what it is. And it's not really that bad. And when you learn to love yourself through any sort of circumstance, when you learn that circumstances are outside of your control and you stop trying to like force it and you recognize that, you know, the belief that this is just a part of life. There are mm -hmm. certain things that are outside of my control and there are probably a million and one things that I could be choosing to believe about menopause that will make me feel different than frustrated, than defeated, right? Like all right. of those feels, all those unwanted feelings that you were experiencing, it was a hundred percent due to what you were thinking. Like you were thinking, I have no control right. over this. I want to be perfect. And my perfectness has just went out the window and I can't control it. Right. That's what was generating the feelings that you were experiencing. Right. And so that's what you learned going through my program. You also learned a lot about hormones and a lot about metabolic health and metabolic fitness. And part of the learning, you guys, is that menopause is a circumstance. It is a chapter of your life that, you know, is outside of your control. It's a physiological experience that your body will go through. So if you can release that grip on wanting to control something that you can't control, and I would say, you know, cutting to the chase and telling, telling all of your listeners, here's what you do, you go and you learn about exactly. yourself. Yep. And just like weight loss. I'm sure the journey is different for everyone. And I'm going to say we both, you follow Mindy Peltz, Dr. Mindy Peltz. Mm -hmm. I've read her book. What is it? The Menopausal Reset. I mean, I would recommend that to anyone. I had a great functional assessment doctor that held my hand and I did get some natural hormones to kind of help me through. I've decided not to do that any longer, but it can be helpful when you're a wreck and you're not sleeping. But the thing of it is, is just like learning about your metabolism, I needed to learn about my hormone levels. And one thing that I did that was really helpful, and I know Dr. Mindy talks about it a lot, is the Dutch hormone test. Mm -hmm. You can't really throw anything at your body if you don't know what your levels are. The thing that's tricky is you have to pay such close attention to things that are happening because your hormones are changing constantly. Right. Yeah. They're a complete moving target. They can be very complex to understand, but it's mm -hmm. worth understanding your unique metabolic makeup and where exactly. that in this journey. Like you 
probably will never understand, you know, what is your exact estrogen, progesterone and testosterone levels on any given day. But you could take a Dutch test and get a snapshot of that. Right. And understand if you are completely depleted in any or all of those hormones Mm -hmm. and you will be able to better understand why you're symptomatic of that. And then you can make a decision based on that data of what to do, because there there are options for you. But I will fall on my sword saying that the very first thing that you should do is check the thoughts that are making you feel frustrated. Because before you came into our program, the frustration may have had you shutting down, throwing in the towel, being snippy with your family, overeating, overdrinking, like all of the Mm -hmm. things that are actually working against you. Right. When you start to understand yourself, you start to kind of open up to the data. You start taking the actions. You you start, you know, you start engaging in behaviors that are going to be beneficial, that are going to support what it is that you most want. So if you notice that you're waking up every morning and you're feeling like really low energy, some people might have a thought that, oh, this is menopause and I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Right. Which is going to shut them down. They certainly are not going to start like finding the resources that are going to support them. They're probably going to shut down. Right. But if you have the thought, this is menopause and this is an opportunity for me to learn more about myself. Now you're going to be curious and you are going to start tapping into resources, whatever that may be. Dr. Mindy, right. a phenomenal podcast. I would highly recommend that. But just talked about the book. And I mean, she's one of many experts that talk on this topic. I would say the takeaway is use this opportunity to learn about yourself. Start with what is making me feel this way. Right. 100% of the time, it is the thought that you're operating from. Got to get a hold of that. That awareness and, is going to really, really support you in changing the way you feel. Right. And I mean, I am here to tell you, it is not easy. You know, I'm trying to look back and think, how long did I go through this where you're perimenopausal? And I think I kind of ignored it then. I think I had a lot of stress. I think I had, I think I had anxiety. And that's another thing that I can kind of talk about because I do think that it can be related to menopause. I think that I've had it my entire life and it just, I don't know if it was COVID or everything, you know, my son getting there. I don't know what it was, but I just want to share too that before I met Tracy, I did, and I was working with that kind of natural functional assessment doctor. I did go on anxiety medication and it did help me. But in the back of my head, I, I want to be on as little medication as possible. I already have this weird high blood pressure that I've had since I was 18. So I'm already on that medication and there's, we've tried everything and that's okay. I need that medication to help me. But what I wanted to do was I kind of just, it gave me a little space to breathe. But then when I started doing the work with you, Tracy, on my thoughts behind the anxiety and I kind of lost my fear of it. I was so scared. I lived in fight or flight my entire life. And then boom, menopause comes. And I think it just get it just got worse. It was just like, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know that I would be living my best life having this business if I wouldn't have met you, figured out 
these thoughts and how to deal with anxiety. And maybe we can talk about that a little bit because here's, I did go off that medication. I was on it for nine months. It helped me. And I was so excited that I could get off of it. And I feel just as good as I did when I was on it, but it isn't completely gone. And I truly have it. I will wake up in the middle of the night panicked. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can help me through that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, I've done and listeners have heard the thought downloads. And what do you do in the middle of the night? You don't really want to get up, turn the light on and start writing on a piece of paper and journaling. Yeah. How can I deal with that? That still pops up. Yeah. So your listeners have heard about the thought download. And I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they've heard how to solve the mind math. I yep. do, on my website, I have the mind math formula with the directions on how to use it and it's free. So I would encourage anybody who's listening, yes. go to my website and download that because that is going to help you better understand what to do in the moment. Okay. So this might shock you, but anxiety, let's just say it is diagnosed. That just means chronically you are having thoughts that make you feel that anxiousness, mm-hmm. right? And it is having a net negative or a negative consequence. That's basically what that diagnosis means. It means nothing about you. It is right. a fact. It's a circumstance. It would be like, I have brown eyes, right? Like, I don't make that mean anything about me. It's just, it's a fact about me. And so notice, first off, how you're thinking about the anxiety that you happen to have right now. A lot of people during that diagnosis, they're really pushing against it. I don't want to have to be on a drug or I'm embarrassed or I'm ashamed, right? Which of course makes you feel very shameful, which then probably has you like looking to the past of all of the other times where you did something that, you know, created this identity or this like shame, like you're You'll spend a lot of time conjuring up evidence. Yes. And I like what you said about shame. And I just thought about something. I do remember something that helped me. I mean, we were kind of talking about like the shame. It's that self-love. And when that happened to me one night, I remember just lying there and loving myself and saying, I love my mind. And just kind of, you know, like, well, I'm a grandma. So when I look at my little grandson and I've got another one coming on the way too, yay. But when I look at him, he can be screaming and having a tantrum and oh my gosh, he's so cute. And I love him. And there's not a, you know what I mean? Probably like how God loves us. Yeah. Yeah. And I did that to myself. I love how my mind works. And isn't that interesting to look at that stark difference between how you used to think about the anxiety that you were feeling. So if you're looking at that mind map model, some people would put anxiety in the feeling line, right? Some people right. would put anxiety or thinking about, you know, having thoughts about this is me experiencing anxiety. That's a thought. Some people, and this is what I would encourage everyone to do, is put it in the circumstance line. Like, what are your thoughts about it? And so they used to have the thoughts like this shouldn't be happening, right? Right. Right. Or this is unfair. And or what's wrong with me? Why would I feel like this? And there's something wrong with it. Yeah. I'm broken. All of those thoughts. I mean, every woman who is listening probably can relate to that. I'm asking you 
to just consider that this is a part of life, that this doesn't mean anything about you. This is just like all of the other chapters of life and that the remedy, when you believe that thought that nothing has gone wrong, this is just me experiencing the next chapter of life. And that kind of creates, you know, just kind of a neutral or an acceptance. You'll do things like lay in bed and think about all the things that you love about yourself. You'll write things like, you know, pulling out the mind map formula and actually understanding why you're feeling anxious. You'll do things like turning on a podcast and learning how to, you know, overcome some of the symptoms of menopause. You're not going to overcome menopause. It is Mm -hmm. a circumstance. It is going to happen, right? It is a hard circumstance. I can't, I I know I probably shouldn't do it. (laughs) But just notice, you know, I'm always going to be that life coach that says, bring it back to what you are unintentionally or intentionally thinking about it. Notice how that is making you feel. Because the real problem, you guys, is not menopause. The real problem is what you're thinking about it. That is going to have you in action or out of action, right? Right. That's going to have you pulling up the covers over your head and hitting snooze or being like, all right, what do I have to learn today? And I think bringing this back to divorce, I've heard Mindy talk quite often about the statistics around and the demographics around divorce and how they directly correlate to this stage of life. Which is, yeah, so sad. And, you know, my heart goes out to because you're dealing with two hard things at the same time, but there's circumstances. Right. And there's there's contributing factors. So if you are somebody who is behaving in such a way that maybe you've just shut down. Maybe everything in your life is kind of doomsday. I promise you it's because of a very sneaky thought that Mm -hmm. you have unintentionally decided to believe that has you, you know, creating results personally, professionally, financially, you know, in your intimate life, in your family life, it will have touch points in all of those areas. So those could be, I'm not saying they are, but they could be contributors to what has led to this divorce. And I think that that's Mindy's point is that we know that metabolically there are effects on your mental and emotional well-being. And so if you are not in a happy place, that may contribute to the that end result of a divorce. And so, right. you know, I think it all goes back to how do you live the optimal life mentally, physically, emotionally, and metabolically? But in my opinion, that's the whole package right there. And so if you're really trying to check the boxes, look at your thoughts, look at your feelings, Look at physically, which I think most women are really good at that. That's the one thing I know. know. And then metabolically would be the, I would say most of us have blind spots or we are completely blinded to our metabolic wellness. And that's why that's such a heavy emphasis in my program is because I want to bring that to the surface and I want it to be equal 
in the mental, emotional, and physical as far as our all so tied together, so tied together. So yeah, I'm just hoping this episode can help women who are going through this and reach out to some physicians or Dr. Mindy Peltz or check out Tracy and her program because it's a time, it's an opportunity. Menopause is an opportunity just like divorces. So Tracy, thank you so much. We went way over our 10 minutes. I'm so sorry. This is supposed to be 10 minutes with Tracy. I so appreciate you being here. It's always just such a wealth of knowledge. I love sharing the information. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next month. Yes. Take care. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick and I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan. You will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check out my online courses and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because when parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.